everyone, and welcome back to the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Comeuppance Review speaking. Hey, it's the time, man. We are back with M-A-T-T-P-O-I-R-I-E-R. <laughs> Matt Poirier, middle name, don't know. How's it going? <laughs> great, great. Actually, my middle name, funny enough, is Renee. That's my, my dad's oh. first name, so very French. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I remember growing up because, you know, his name being first name being Renee, uh, people would call the house, you know, like Bill Clicks or things like that. And you'd be like, oh, no, no you know, uh, they'd be like, um, you know, something like, uh, is Renee there? No, no. Um, they'd be like, oh, OK, well, well when, when will she be home? And it's like, well, <laughs> well yeah, he will be back. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, what? He? Right, exactly. Well, I mean, because you're from like northern New England and there's a lot of French descent there because, you know, there's you know, the Canadian settlers and everything. And so it, it makes sense as far as the region you're from. I don't trust those settlers, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> sure you don't. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think they came from like Quebec in like the late 19th century, and um, because my dad was like, you know, it was like it was it was a long time ago, but I remember my dad was making a trip up to to Montreal, and some of his older relatives were like, oh, we got family up there, you should go see them, and I guess he saw the pictures. They were like like big beards and just like real like real country kind of, you know, like, like I don't know what the Deeks 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 right, but my dad just like you know, I think he was like getting uh, uh, images of deliverance in his head. He's like, I'm not going anywhere near that. So <laughs> <laughs> Because there's that classic bit. Oh, well, go ahead, Brett. Well, I see, and they were, they were watching direct-to-video movies back then. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yes. even know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's like, here's the classic. We want the settlers, you know. Right. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. <laughs> right. like, <laughs> I know you just wanted to do your Denzel impression. <laughs> that was half Denzel. I'm having, that's, a, that's a tricky uh, impression to do. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, like, I know that's more ricochet era Denzel. Right? Oh, okay. Right. You have kind of high pitched voice. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. VCR laser disc. <laughs> From yeah. Riddick, which he says. And, yeah, he says laser disc to John Lithgow. Yeah. As we all wanted yeah. to, anyway. And VCRs. VCRs. Yeah, VCRs. Laser, laser disc. Laser disc. <laughs> what? What well, was that know, time? Somebody, because yeah. um. Uh, you know, uh, Will from Exploding Helicopter posted a shot from Cliffhanger. Like, there was that time where John Lithgow was just a great, like, 90s action villain. And we just sort of lost that. He just started doing Procreso soup commercials. <laughs> well, yeah, it is good and soup, you know, son, but it's yeah. like, let's go Yeah, back no, he that. had a good villain thing going for a while. Raising Kane, um, yeah. et cetera. Cliffhanger. Did he do another yeah. one? He did some other ones. Oh, oh um, Hollow Point? Was he the villain in that? I think he was, right? The movie Thomas Ian Griffith's kind of stupid, or oh, more goofy John than it Lithgow? should be. Yeah, is, John Lithgow. Oh, wow. uh, Donald Sutherland, John Lithgow, uh, Thomas Ian Griffith, and Tia Carrera. So it's like well, that's probably as low as Lithgow ever sank, as far as I know. I wanted to sink lower. But I like, know. <laughs> I know we want people. Well, you finally got your Dermot Mulroney to sink. Oh, he's yes, he sunk. Yeah. He finally sunk to the lowest depth of DTV. I've been waiting about mm, 20 years for that. Like, <laughs> but you finally did. Um, and, uh, Coming soon, Roofless. Um, what was I going to say? Well, I should probably explain what this yeah, is. Yeah, what, what's, what's up with today's but We'll episode, continue right? from, we'll come right back to what we were talking about. We'll but I just right want to explain. So, <laughs> yes. Well, we have no commercials, so we're not going to be oh, back right. to commercials. Okay, but go ahead, please, go ahead. If people remember the episode we did with our friend Ian, which was what we call the Hangout, episode and you kind of see me doing the air quotes there we so we were just kind of hanging out talking about things so we thought okay well we did that with him why not with our longtime collaborator matt the director video connoisseur so this is almost like no subject but really without pre-planned subjects it's really just a conversation so yeah. this is like hangout number two 
So That's just so true. people know what this is. So it's Hangout Hangout episode part two. Well, the call deck in the in the Ian episode, we call it the Bad Boys of Best Video, which is also right. true. <laughs> but I mean, it's like it's like. <laughs> but it was in, yeah in the title of the episode we didn't say anything about a hangout it might be in right. the description. it's in the, descri- it's in the description yeah. but not as the actual title so right right we'll figure that out right but it, it's something I was talking to my friend Anthony about uh, mm-hmm. as far as <laughs> we were talking about settlers and you know ancestry oh. and stuff and <laughs> okay. it it always is so interesting that you know the people that kind of forged through all the wilderness like you know so they got off a boat probably. And then, like, you know, completely unpaved, just wild forest. And, you know, the people that live in, like, the Midwest, like Minnesota and Wisconsin, and they kind of chopped their way and fought through bears and God knows what kind of wilderness. Whereas my ancestors, when they got off the boat, they were like, okay, we're good. Like, we just stopped on the East Coast and did not forge at all. We just like, okay, we're we're in Connecticut, we're done. Like, there's zero forging, zero (laughs) chopping with machetes. Like, okay, we'll just stop here. (laughs) It was a good choice. That's a good point, yeah, because, like, other than my, my, my dad's family, they, they went to, like, Dover, New Hampshire, of all places, and they were like, okay, we're, we're good there. Yeah, yeah my, my, my mom's side, it was, like, either Boston or Philadelphia, and they were just like, yeah, okay, this, you know. Yeah, so same thing, you know. Right. Like, but the people who went to the Midwest and even all the way to the West Coast, like, wow, that's impressive. Like, they had to, I don't know what they had to do, but it's not right. something my family ever did. We just, they yeah. kind of dropped us off, and we just stayed where they dropped us. Yeah, the, the idea of just, like, I'm just going to go out. I'm, I'm going to come from like Sweden or something like that. Right. Like, like, I guess like Little House in the Prairie, or like, like, you know, the Midwest, right. Where there's there, there a lot of Scandinavian settlers, you know, yeah. I'm just going to go from Sweden. And I'm just going to show up in the middle of Minnesota. Yeah. And, and, and maybe I plan to get there in the summer, but you know, you never know what the wagons and those kinds of things. If I end up there in the middle of winter and now I've got to start cutting down trees and building a house. And it's like the whole concept of all of that stuff, right? For us, like if, if the apocalypse ever came, right? We, you know, I mean, my my dad knows how to do that kind of stuff because he, you know, he worked as as, as you know bricklayer and things like that, so he could do it. But I would be like, okay, I, I guess I can nail these boards together, but like in the the shape of like a house with a roof and all that stuff, like you know, uh, it, yeah, just the idea of that. That like I, I need a place to stay tonight, so I need to build my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to believe it happened, but you know, I guess it did, I, or did it. But it's like, it's like, so it's a conspiracy. Okay. That, no, that no. Sense. Well, maybe. Uh, like, um, but we're no, here to talk about. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. We're, we're no, talking about we forging the, and settlers. We find out that like the Native American populations had like hotels and stuff already set up that we never knew about in history, and that that like you know, and eventually like the the, the 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 settlers turned on them. But there's like a whole civilization that was actually here that they, you know, the Native Americans they, like they, they had like a whole like cities and all the stuff. Like Minneapolis was there way before it. You know, the Native American. You know, we find that out after the fact that nobody was building houses, right? They were already built. So. But were they yeah. building casinos like Foxwood? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> without, without, under our noses. Like, okay. It's taking a long right. time to make a slot machine back in the day. But well, now yeah, they made that of sticks. Like, the, you put, you push yeah. down like a, it's like a stick, like from a tree. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, the lever is a stick, and then the coins yeah. is just a bunch of, like, you know, oh. uh, wired up old pennies and berries. You get, like, three berries, <laughs> and then it comes out more berries. You don't get any money. Right. right. And so, like, like, the things that were the... <laughs> Well, that was that was a lot back then. And then so inside you know, the machine are like berries and coins, just they're right, not right. You know, useful. And, and like the things, the slots that line up are like it's like artwork painted on eggshells or something, so they yes, can exactly. make it. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a, there's a one in Fox. Well, oh, no, it's what's the other one besides Fox? Mohegan Sun. Mohegan Sun. There's a place. There's a game called uh, Money Rain. 
So it's mm-hmm. like, and it's, there's, there's like a, there's like a kind of a song. It's like I made up a song. It was like, it's a do 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 do. But now you now you add this. Do 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 do. Money rain. I thought money rain. Wait, you made up that song? I thought that was. I thought so. Yeah, because it's just do 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 do. Now there's like a quiet version of that song, like money rain. So we don't just make up songs for movies. Make up songs for casino games as well <laughs> well that's a great segue into what we can talk about oh wait well wait so what do you want to talk about first brett because i wanted to mention the soda oh. thing to matt oh, so want to talk okay the, the, my only question for you guys okay. was do you think we have enough material to do an episode about or you know featuring the movies of joan severance oh well, interesting okay let me take a look up imdb with her I mean, <clears throat> well because the reason why i ask is because we could call the episode severance pay <laughs> which i like right right yeah that's okay maybe we should just do that maybe you can add on another uh you know erotic thriller starlet well that's true but i thought okay severance pay there that that's something yeah <laughs> well, uh, see, there's last so that was my only question to you. Um, <laughs> right my memory i don't know our imdb illegal wait illicit behavior <sighs> I, I, the, you know, these titles, they start to blend together a little bit. You know, I'd have to ch- go back and check my archives as to the ones that I've actually seen. Do you almost thought you were going to say Joan Van Ark? Also, I don't know right. much about Joan Van Ark. I, yeah. I, she was what on... Was, was it? Well, I know that was from The Simpsons, where they were talking about Joan of Arc, and Marge says, well, you're never talking about Joan Van Ark, or something like <laughs> right. that. But, but I think she was on, was it one of the nighttime soaps was it Falcon Crest or was it? it might uh, have been. I know Joan Van Ark. I think yes. Yeah, I think yeah. The cool, it's a cool name, Joan Van Ark. Like, <laughs> let's give her. Well, it's kind of like Gilbert O'Sullivan. You know, it's yeah, yeah. it's like taking a historical <laughs> name and slightly changing. Well, but Engelberg Humpeldink, or whatever he says. <laughs> Engelberg Humpeldink. I can't even say his name. It's, it's so a great name. I love that name. I'm Do you right. want to be Brett Humperdink? Um, <laughs> well. I, See, here's the thing. It, 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 both you need the Engelberg together. Yeah, you can't just have some some. You can't just have Joe Humperdinck. You have to right. have Engelbert Humperdinck. The two have to go together. But yeah. what's his middle name? You know, we're talking about Matt's middle name. What's his middle name? Jeez, like Engelbert or something. I mean, well, Wikipedia might have it. I mean. <laughs> um, but remember when they used to sell? Like I don't know, remember. Like you used to like on on um like uh. Yeah, like the, whatever, you know, they, they have those commercials for like Engelbert Humperdinck, like, you know, as seen on TV, I guess. You know, like, like the, you know, like you buy like his albums on, on, uh, oh. yeah. It's um, like getting those well, CDs for a around penny, the time right? of, um, oh, uh, it was of, uh, Zamfir, Master of the Pan Flute and Yanni. Yanni should have been action movies. So, well, so, in, so actually, here's what his real name is. Okay, so okay, here's okay. first off, he's from England, which I did not know that he's a mm-hmm. British pop singer. Um, but his real name is actually Arnold George Dorsey, um, mm-hmm. but he's known professionally as Engelbert Humperdinck. So he, he yeah, he took the name Engelbert Humperdinck. He, that, he, mm-hmm. he, so his middle name is George, if we're wondering, because he's he's Arnold George Dorsey. <laughs> you know that that's that. This is the information people come to us to find out. And here's some other weird information just now, because we're recording this on Skype, and now Bing is connected to Skype, and now it gives you these AI suggestions. I'm reading this right now. It says, compose a lullaby for a robot. <laughs> that <laughs> just came up on Skype. Yeah, it's right here. It's like, lullaby. <laughs> there, you just did it. Like, you come up with Money, Rain, and other songs. You well, how about, easily, it just, you don't need yeah. AI for that. You can no, just do it. It would be just a robot singing Sean Mullen's lullaby. So it's like, <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Which, of course, is not really sing- – it's like talking hey, and then singing, right? Yeah, it's yeah. talking like in a deeper voice that almost – that's not singing at all. Right. Would you agree, Brett? I, I, is that a shop rock song? You know, we talked about shop yeah, rock. Yeah, I would say. Oh, do you get to listen to that Parker Theory song, Brett or Matt? I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. Right. Just keep that but in I mind um, that this is playing at Stop and Shop. That's all I'm going to say. I should you got to remind me again. You should send it. You should text it to me or something. I, all right. I, I'll, I, I'll, I I'll see you later. I'll do it. We'll do it in, like, in the call okay. or something. Okay. Um, okay. So let's see. So what else? Is, oh, wait. So you're talking about Joan Severance, and then, Matt, you wanted to go to your spooky Fanta, right? Yeah. So so I saw um, Expendables 4. How, how would you say that? Is it Expendables? Oh, it's Expendables. Expendables. Uh, I saw that in the theater and of course it was like late September right so it was getting in on October and so I I think I mentioned this to to, to Ty before that when I saw Fast X or Fast 10 or whatever in the theater at the the, the, you know the movie theater near us the AMC dine-in they had a Toretto twist flavor of soda because they have those those coke (laughs) freestyle machines right where you can push a bunch of buttons and make up all kinds of soda mixes that you want um and so they had the Toretto twist there. So I, I got that. So I was looking to see if they had something similar, like maybe like an, ex, an expend for bulls uh, or something like that. Um, but um, what a but, Barney Ross raspberry. Uh, yeah. A Ross <laughs> raspberry would have been great. Yeah. yeah. Or it has yeah. four flavors. So it's like, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, mixes. Like, yeah. But what they had was instead of like gutter a grape. Fanta, gutter <laughs> grape. Oh, that would have been awesome. A gutter grape. I would have had that. Like, and you get the picture of it and everything would have been perfect. But yeah. grape soda. They had like some kind of spooky Fanta flavor, and it was like it was like a black background with like a green, like a like 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 a light, almost fluorescent green spider on a green spider web, and that was like it was it was kind of like spooky Fanta. So I got that, and honestly, I don't know how different it was from the Toretto Twist. Like they tasted about the same. <laughs> so. Well, I'm glad you experimented. Fanta does taste the same. Way. I got an orange Fanta the other day. Yeah, it's the same. But it's like orange Fanta. Oh, Brad, I cut you off about Fanta. No, uh, no, not about Fanta. But I was, you know, uh, how about, yeah, how about Toll Road Cookie Dough? So it'd be like Toll House, but it'd be Toll Road. He wasn't even in the fourth movie though. For whatever yeah. reason, he's just not there. Um, that was a, is not there. Oh no, Couture is Toll Road. Wait, right? who am yeah. I? Who was? Who was? Um, Yin Yang. I'm, I'm thinking of. Uh, I'm thinking of um, uh, T- Terry Crews. Oh, uh, was he wasn't Toll Road, right? He was something. He was oh, some Hail other Caesar. kind of Hail know. Caesar. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I know that's the top of my head. Literally. Yeah, <laughs> I get them mixed up. I get their names mixed up. I get them mixed up name. too. Yeah, yeah. Let me get the Toll Road. Talk about his ear. Yes, like most. So, so, so the funny thing is, and for people listening, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but um, uh, when he's telling, he's going on because like, this whole thing about the ear to Fifty Cent, right? And then they walk away. And so 50 Cent is supposed to be like, as they walk away, they zoom in on 50 Cent's face. And he's supposed to look like he's like, like exasperated or dazed, like he doesn't want to listen to this anymore. But instead, it was the face of, I'm going to double cross all of these guys because I'm the inside guy <laughs> face. You know that, that face, like, right when you're yes. like, right. He's the shifty eyed dog, like in the exactly. Right, with the Simpsons. Yeah. Right, right, exactly. So I thought he was going to be the inside guy that turns on them all when, of course, he doesn't. So it was like, it was like Chekhov's suspicious face <laughs> that they just threw in there. It was, it was part of how sloppy the movie was, right? That you just have 50 Cent make a face like that when, in fact, he's not going to turn on anybody. But it it really was like the, like, oh, I'm ready to get these guys, right? You know, like, like you know, I'm going to sabotage this whole mission because I'm I'm in with the baddies. That would have been a good idea. 
Well, because we see that sometimes in slasher movies or, or in horror movies or someone's right. acting weird just to yes. throw off the audience. It makes no sense. I'm thinking I have a couple examples. One is oh, go hit it. I, is it Deep Blue Sea or is it Mindhunters where for absolutely no reason LL Cool J just starts acting oh, it's weird? My, it's Mindhunters. Yeah, for like he's like completely normal with the whole movie. Yeah. Then he acts weird like that at one point just always, to throw suspicion that he might yeah. be the killer. That but always confuse <laughs> me. And, and I've watched the movie about five times. It's not a joke. I've seen that movie about five times. That always confused me every single time. It's like, wait, why is he doing that again? Oh, okay. And it's in a much like, more obscure exa- example, I think, yeah. is it Angel Blade? Was it Cautious Mandalore just starts oh. like walking around with a knife for like no reason? <laughs> That's then, a Dave Hevner, right? Yeah. And so, <laughs> so sometimes you will, you will see that where someone just like, just to th- throw off the audience, but it doesn't work that well. And it's very obvious. I, I always find that funny. I like when that happens. Oh, it's hilarious. That's, I love that. So, so 50 Cent wasn't evil. Was Andy no. Garcia evil? You can tell me. I don't care. I will tell you, he was, yeah. But okay, it's, it's just one of those things where it's, it's pretty obvious. Like, it's like, once you, re- like, the only thing with 50 Cent was that I thought he might have been working with Andy Garcia. You know what I mean? Like, I thought, like, you know, it, it's one of those things that they don't even, like, make it play into it at all. That, that oh, like, it was, it was like this, it was, like, completely supposed to be 50 Cent being exasperated with Randy Couture. It's just the look on his face was, I'm going to turn on these guys. Because, like, like, it's not even, like, like kind of what you were talking about, Brett, where it's, like, it's meant to throw you off. Like, it wasn't even meant to throw us off because it's, like, like if, if you get to the whole the end of the movie, it, it, right, it's like almost, like, why would you ever think that about 50 Cent? You know, because, like, nothing else in the movie makes it seem like he would have been turning on them. Like, he's he does everything that, like, a good guy is supposed to do everywhere else in the film. It was just kind of like a sloppy edit, I guess, in the film. Well, so, what you know, if you, in our segment of Action News, where we talked about um, <laughs> uh, how uh, Frank Stallone doesn't like Expendables 4. So, overall, do you agree with Frank, or do you? Or what are your overall thoughts? Yeah, it's, for my thing with Expendables 4, is that if it had been part three, Right. So if this had been the movie that part three was with with more of the cast involved or whatever. But I think it could have worked. But because it's like the fourth movie and it's 10 years after the third movie, it was like, what's the point of making this movie? I mean, so essentially what happens if you want me, you know, I'm sort of giving it away. Um, Stallone's right. character dies off early in the film. Uh, right? Exactly. And then, <laughs> like, then like it turns out that he was he faked his death the whole time at the end. And it's like <laughs> it's the kind of movie that you would put in as like a, a third of like four movies kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like it's like you look at the Andy Sidar's Lethal Ladies films. Right. It would have been <laughs> like, you know, like, you know, like the one where Donna Spear gets amnesia or something like that like you know it's like that kind of thing right but it's like to be the the movie that's 10 years after they stopped making them and i guess it was maybe shelved because people looked at it and they were like oh we don't we don't want to make this movie or whatever because it's also like there's a skeleton crew it's just like we don't know why most of the people who are in part three aren't in this movie they just aren't you know it's that that kind of thing <laughs> so max yeah. drummer is not in the movie there's no <laughs> that right, was right. Name, right yeah no max drummer no, no Terry Crews, no, no, um, yeah, no, no Snipes, no, um, Banderas, no, no Banderas, right? So, so there's a kid who plays his son. Um, we don't know why there's no Banderas, but we have a kid who plays his son, and the kid like he he makes like weird like 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 fetish jokes, like he's supposed to like be into like fetishy kind of things. So like they make there's there's a lot of like two year old humor in it. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, like, just like, you know, there's a scene where, where they have to open a hatch and it has to be wet to open the hatch. So Couture pees on it. It's like that kind of that's stuff. Embarrassing. You know? That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Yeah. This seems, I, I would say a, a direct to video at least. Exactly. Maybe you shouldn't have yes. gone to the theater. Yeah. Uh, and b- b- I would say below the standard of quality that Stallone can do. Yeah. You know, 
maybe that's why he wanted to be dead throughout most of it. It's like, I don't want to be here for this. I had that exact thought when I was watching it. Like, cause like when I saw fast X in the theater, I was like, okay, this is a big screen movie. You know what I mean? Like it's big, you know, like big action sequences, like all that kind of stuff. This movie, it was like, this is a direct-to-video movie. Like, I, I was kind of like, what's the point of this being in the theater? Like, it's, you know, like, why am I spending this money and eating this popcorn and drinking this spooky Fanta? You know, like, <laughs> I, I could just be sitting at home watching it. Yeah, also drinking a spooky Fanta and get from home. Right, exactly. <laughs> right. It's a good segue into Randy Couture because we can talk about Phoenix because oh, yeah. Brett just watched Phoenix. Yes, and I'm glad I did. Um, what a movie. Well, I, I mean, you guys have already seen it, right? So yeah. Ty's seen it twice now. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> I mean, so what can I say that hasn't already been said? I mean, it's it, the acting. Now, I don't want this to seem negative because I like things like this, but the the idea that uh, what's his name? Not, it's not Eva Marie Saint. It's, yeah, I said uh, that. Yeah, Nat- that's what we kept saying too, yeah. right? It's yeah. something Ava Marie. Natalie Eva Marie. Marie. Yeah, I the, know. We kept fact, saying Ava you know, Marie Saint too. Because the director, who we've seen a lot before, Daniel Zarelli, I think he's yes. directed other TV action nerds. The fact that he put the whole movie in her hands. You know, she she's the main star. She carries the movie. That took a pretty big leap of faith um, mm-hmm. because her her affect is so flat. I mean, we've seen flat affect before. This is super <laughs> flat. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I think I said in the review, which probably won't be posted for a while. I said uh, we've seen the EKGs of dead people that have less of a flat line than her affect. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it is super flat. So that made it enjoyable and fun to watch. Right. I think. Exactly. My my favorite flat affect scene was when um she she and the baddie are like they're in separate cars confronting each other and and she he's like I, I think we need to talk right and she's like I could go for some scone crabs and it's like yeah. <laughs> like the next thing they're in the they're in the restaurant eating crabs it was just like uh, yeah I could go for some stone crabs we all know what's gonna happen to you let's right. watch out. And I'm gonna blow up your car very and look it'll look terrible. Goodbye. <laughs> well, that's true. The the fire effects are very I oh, mean they're homemade and, and we could do fire effects that are that level. And, and your favorite part, Brad, is right in the beginning, right? Just, well, it might this is a joke really thing, but Riddick Returns says, Let's fight now. Let's oh, fight. Yeah. Well, that's true. The the dialogue is very like blunt. It's just like there is no that, but that's not even a joke. There is a scene where Randy Couture just says, Let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> and that was right in the beginning, so it really kinda piqued everyone's interest i think everyone liked it and there's a um a lot of scenes like setting up the fact that it's in a shipping yard yeah it's like all these scenes is like so as we as the you know as the audience are we supposed to go wow cool like why did they think that was so cool to (laughs) keep showing that over and over again like oh they're they're shipping goods oh my gosh (laughs) is that where Ling lived over right, she lived in, in, in the container. Was right? Scavenger wasn't that? Scavenger she looked like Tan Mom, <laughs> but her lips like it looked like Tan Mom. Yeah. Well, it, that wouldn't have been out of place in a horror movie. Like right. she looked really scary. Yeah. Um, I, but I can't tell if that was on purpose or not. Like yeah, maybe because why would the violating. character of Scavenger been well? And who's as I said, who's another master thespian? Because we have not just <laughs> Eva Marie, but you know, with Biling, Frank Zito, and Randy Couture. You know. <laughs> You know, award season is coming. So, right. um, yes. Neil McDonough. These, act, these actor strikes well, are now done. Right. Neil right. McDonough, thankfully, you know, he he put in some. I classes guess what you call, up just as much. He classes as he can. it up a little bit. Yeah. A little I think bit. His, his name is Shackleton, right? So, right. yes. 
on on his military uniform, I think they spelled Shackleton wrong. Oh, it might have. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even see that. Okay. So I think oh. they left out the C and it's they spelled it S H A K L E T when maybe they well, didn't I have guess enough room. Could that way. I oh. could be wrong though because it's after the facts. I'm thinking. Well, now you have to watch it again. And see yeah, it. Right. <laughs> well, it is a scant. Uh, was it 80, 82 minutes? Yes. And, and it has started. the world's slowest end credits crawl. I know. Major credit yes. padding, which is which I always say, like, that's the best kind of padding. Right. Because you know, it's like, yeah, go ahead. yeah, they're not wasting time to padding the movie. But right. I mean, if, why would they be ashamed that the movie's 82 minutes? There, there's nothing to be ashamed of. That's a good thing. Cause yeah. Like one of the like producers or something, they say it was like Laura Gutierrez and her name was there for like 10 minutes. And the top, <laughs> the top part it did not move. <laughs> It's just like, <laughs> but it, it, people should tune into this. It's a Tubi original just to yeah. see. Yeah. Well, there's a couple things they should see. They should see the unbelievably flat affect of Eve Marie, and they should see the the super super slow end credits crawl, which is it's yeah. so slow it's funny. This, this is a hit. I think it's one of the best things on Tubi. Besides, I recommend Dante's Hotel. That's a movie. The uh, horror of Judd Nelson and Annalyn McCord and Ted Raimi. Oh geez, yeah, I should I watch need... that. It's Animal actually pretty good. It's not. It's not terrible. So at all. But Phoenix, it's just. It, it's very, very entertaining. Like you, yeah. you will be entertained, start yeah. to finish. You you don't have time to not be entertained because it's just 82 minutes. And yeah, and there is you know a bunch of fights and action and all that kind of thing. And but it's just so. I don't know what's the word for it. Just something off about it. But it's, yeah, it's yeah. like. But that's part of the fun. Of, yeah. And it's People very, need to watch very, very, very dumb, but in a yeah. in a good way. Like the yeah. like the Randy Couture fight scenes are just so stupid. They look like, like rehearsals. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like yeah, they're not finished or something. And then his his quote unquote like heart to heart dialogue with uh, Frank Zito. It's just or Chuck Zito. <laughs> Chuck Zito. Yeah. Well, Wait, is there Frank? Is there her Frank Zito or is that his brother? Uh, <laughs> um, uh, someone's Frank Zito, or am I just yeah. making that up? There must be a Frank Zito out there, right? There has. Yeah. If you look up Chuck Zito on IMDb, or maybe you can find like, like all, all of his pictures. I guess yeah. he was supposed to make some sort of vigilante movie or something. Uh, and it never was would, really made. I'm gonna try to find uh, it while you guys talk. Well, he's because, the main yeah. star. Well, who so Frank Zito you know, an... Invasion USA. But... Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. Yeah. Oh, are oh, you talking? Wait, wait. You're the Frank Zito. Joseph right. Zito is the director. Joseph of Zito. Yeah. yeah. Right. Jo- Frank Zito is art department yeah. for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's to, uh, what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> according according to IMDb, that's uh he he's done some art department stuff. Um, okay. He also did Crossroads, the uh, the Britney Spears movie. Um, oh, and, classic. And, and he was the onset for. dresser for um in New Orleans for Dracula 2000, classic uh, Dracula <laughs> film. Wait, Dracula yes. 2000 with Gerard yeah. Butler and Vitamin C? Right? Is that what? Is that Dracula 2000? Wait, there's Dracula 2000 and there's Dracula 3000. 3000 oh. appears like on a screen. You're right. I was thinking of Dracula 3000. You're right. I've never yeah. seen Dracula 2000. Oh, you should. Uh, oh, you gotta I, watch that one. It's good. It has vitamin C in it. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and Johnny Miller is that his name? Johnny, Johnny Lee Miller. Johnny Lee Miller. Miller. Yeah. And Gerard Butler as as Dracula God. 2000. And, uh, and Jennifer Esposito. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's silly. And, um, who else? Yeah. Oh, and uh, Christopher Plummer. Yeah. And of course, Danny Masterson, who's uh, going to be doing Uh-oh. some time in jail soon. Oh, yeah, so he, bye. Yeah. yeah. But, I wonder if Vitamin C has some it. stories about him on set. Like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nathan Philly, Jerry Ryan. Yeah, I mean, maybe I had seen this before. Maybe I had to watch it to make sure I was, I understood what's going on in, in Dracula 3000, but I don't think so. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I think so it, seen, I, vitamin C's character works at like the Virgin Megastore. And so you, you get to see inside, uh, you know, like a record store. And I think there's a scene where she stands by a display of vitamin C CDs. Yes, Gerard Butler's like listening to Static X. It's great. You got to watch it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Or Power listen. Man 5000, 2000. Oh, PM5K, as, uh, as um, <laughs> David Silver called them on, on 90210 because they were making their videos for them. Yeah. How long was now two and a lot? I was like, they're yeah. so, five thousand. Yeah, because that was um. So that was the PM. So so he and Donna were like being like they were trying to be record manager or managers like managers for bands. And I think because I think she meets up with Ray after. Because remember how Ray, the guy who was Jamie Walters, like his career was completely ruined by the whole throwing Donna Martin down the stairs yes. thing. So like he wanted awesome to be written scene. off the show so he could do his music career. And Aaron Spelling's like, sure, you'll get to be the abusive boyfriend. And I guess like every time he would do shows, like girls would come up to him and be like you know talk about how much they hated him you know because he was he threw donna down the stairs so like part of the story arc was like them managing power man 5000 as they called him pm5k um and then meeting up with jay with 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 ray and him telling her how much help he had gotten and how he was much better now and wasn't wasn't beating up women and um and so it was like kind of like supposed to like resurrect his career which didn't help but but yeah so yeah so that was yeah dave but david and, and donna were managing them as as part of the story arc and that was kind of like the the middle seasons of of 90210 so like before you get to that level i think where you, i think it was before like you get like that noah guy i i don't really watch those seasons when that noah guy came in and like um you know that though the, the, like the kind of later ones there the the walsh's disappeared the parents disappeared and all that because you know jamie walters had actual albums i believe right. and they, they had a, a spin-off show called the heights i believe exactly. yeah yeah so the Heights is the story of Jamie Walters and his band trying to kind of make it. Yeah. Um, and I think it got one season. And that song, How Do You Talk to an Angel, was like a really big hit. I think it might have been number one at one time on the charts. So, yeah. you know, Jamie Walters and, and, and or the Heights had definitely had their moment in the sun. Right. And so what it was was what killed it was the backlash from his character beating up Donna on 90210. Like, they, none of them expected it, because they all just thought, well, okay, this is a great way to write his character off the show as, like, you know, drawing attention to the, the issue of domestic violence. They thought it would all work out great. They figured they figured that the audience would be smart enough to know that he it wasn't really him beating up Donna Martin. Right, right, yeah. You know, it wasn't really Jamie Walters doing it. But right? apparently they weren't. It was just so right. funny. Yeah, and that that killed it. Like like you said, like they had the how do you talk to an angel? I was on MTV all the time. It was like a big hit. And um, and I don't even know. Like you were talking about Shop Rock. I don't even know mm-hmm. that you hear that on Shop Rock anymore. Like that's how obscure it became. Like how kind of the the whole thing just got you know. Like Which, the Heights had one season, and yeah. And because I I think that shows the power of the fandom turning against him because that is an ideal Shop Rock song. So yes. the only reason why that isn't a Shop Rock classic is probably because of the fandom turning against him. I can only right. imagine. Like you yeah. should be hearing that all the time at the at the grocery store. Right. Maybe right. Like at the dark parts of the grocery store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what are the dark parts? Like where they keep, no, like the middle of the night. Bats? I mean, oh. no, no, no. Like at midnight they play these songs. Oh, no, that's when they play their heavy metal, as we've talked yeah. about in the past. Yeah. That's when they, no, that's found, when they play metal. I, I did find the Chuck Zito thing. Okay, so okay. it's kind of like almost looks like fan made, but Sylvester Stallone presents a Chuck Zito film, Street Justice. He's the judge, jury, and the executioner. He's bringing justice to the streets. Now, I'm not sure this is real. Um, <laughs> I hope it is. It sounds I, I don't think it was ever made, but it has supposedly this cast of Chuck Zito, Pamela Anderson, Dean Winters, Michael Norrie, 
Vincent Pastore, Tony Sirico, <laughs> Luis Guzman, and Quentin Rampage Jackson. Wow. And supposed to be produced by Stallone? I don't I mean, I mean, because that obviously that should have been made. I, I'm, yeah. I'm oh my really regretting. That be amazing. Has has Chuck Zito ever starred in a movie? Not like not because really. that could have been his breakout. That could have been his machete. You know, where Dan yeah. yes. finally stars in a movie. That could have been I, Chuck Zito. And he's like he's like a master of karate. Or something. <laughs> right? Like, are you you're you're killing me? Because this is like this is the movie you want to see. Yeah. I know. And I'm not gonna make fun of it. That would be like really cool. They canceled production on the show due to pressure from the FBI regarding Chuck Zito's membership in the Hell's Angels. Oh, that's IMDb He wasn't in there. He was in the Hex Angels. <laughs> <laughs> right. They do lots of good deeds and they, they frown upon swearing. Um, <laughs> They're great people. Come on. They just have that shouldn't have name. been enough to stop that incredible sounding production. I mean, come right. on. You're, you're, yeah. you're killing me. I mean, oh, fine, fine. At least we have something semblance of an idea well, back then. I, yeah, and we could, you know, still go back and see his amazing performance in Redline. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> right. Like, if you want to see more great acting, you should watch Redline. Uh, as far, well, as far as Chuck Zito, anyway. <laughs> right, right. I wonder if Chuck Zito, uh, like, I guess we, we forget, right, that in 2001, USA Network was like, like they were like kind of a big deal in terms of you know putting out movies and stuff like that. So and I guess they had the ability to pass ending. on things. Yeah, well, right. Like counter no, force. Yeah, they were more of a force back then. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, there's a counter force of the show. It has Christopher Plummer. Well, I know, but I'm saying. Oh, you're just saying force again. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. It had nothing to do with your force. It's its own force because <laughs> they, uh, you know, you know. And then was that the characters welcome era or was that before that? That was before that. Characters oh, Welcome yeah. was like that was there for a while. Yeah, I think it was like almost ten years of Characters Welcome. Well, they only had a couple of characters too. <laughs> well, it's all it's all repeats of like Monk and SVU, but they're they're stealing the characters of Stabler and Mr. Monk. So it's like yeah, <laughs> and I think they had because that's before Suits and White Collar, right? So I think so. Yeah, I I'm not falling for Suits. You know, people love Suits for some reason. I don't know, maybe. What about White Collar? I never those they they look exactly the same to me. I can't tell them apart. I don't I I don't care because i think it's just a bunch of annoying like people in suits t- talking about mergers right it's supposed to be entertaining right. Right. Like, i don't well I don't it's co- well people love it when it's done on uh, succession right, right. succession's an unbelievably overrated program do not watch it everyone it's Is it, I, you're I wasting your time. it yet the only you're thing wasting, i like about yeah, I oh, like right, the idea of it being king lear because i'm a big king lear i'm a big shakespeare well, fan if you like shakespeare and king lear stuff great yeah, but it's but. it's very repetitive. Oh, okay. It's like the yeah. same thing every episode. It's ridiculous. No, it's not good. Yeah. It's a complete yeah. fail. So that's well, my personal opinion. But well, yeah. And well, also, Sopranos is also very like overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're not a Sopranos fan. Yeah, I was because my my no. wife is a huge. I, I was watching Sopranos with her recently because I you know I've seen the series and I, I do I I the thing I like about the Sopranos the thing that get well one mm. is I, I like the way it's shot like there's like really nice like images of, of New York I'm sorry of New Jersey of uh, Newark New Jersey but I also I like the idea of like because Tony Soprano it's almost like he's based off of Archie Bunker and. The, this idea that like like and 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 Gandolfini plays it like Archie he's Bunker fantastic. as a mob boss. Yeah, exactly. He's the yeah. best part of the show. 
Yeah, and it's just such a fascinating thing. You have like, people like Michael Imperioli playing these parts that are just, you know, like and, and Tony Sirico, of course. I, I he's like one of my all time favorite. His his character, um, in 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 you know in that in the show, it's one of my all time favorite like supporting characters in the show because he's just so ridiculous. So like, there's those elements that work for me, but I also can kind of get where like, see, see, I've been seeing the flaws because it's yeah. like, I, I saw the flaws because, you know, I don't really. Well, I'm all a Paulie Walnuts, right, Brett? Right. But just like. I've never seen The Sopranos, so I don't even know oh, what really? you guys are talking That's about. Tony Sirico plays a character named Polly Walnuts. You've probably okay. seen this character like online or something well, like that. Well, I only know it's him like, from his work with Chuck Zito. So it, well, that's, <laughs> they're probably buddies. <laughs> I think they are buddies. Yeah. Well, because well, he's been the mob. Story, they only work together, right? They like if one is in a movie, usually the other one is too. Right, I right. thought there was a movie. It's like a mob comedy. Maybe it's our. Maybe it never came out. It was called like Pizza with Bullets or something. It's like it's like a mob <laughs> movie comedy. I let me look that up. It's like yeah. <laughs> pizza <of> bullets <laughs> if it isn't well, that movie you can make but isn't right. that kind of like grilled that movie you watched that had like, oh grilled oh yeah raymond romano <laughs> uh no ray romano <laughs> kevin james uh burt reynolds you ever seen that matt it's not bad actually no um, i have that, it's I funny mean, it's like a dark comedy I, well, did you watch that brett or no 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 i've never seen yeah, check it out take it out of my collection oh let me look at pizza let me look at vincent past story while you talk yeah um well, wow. so I didn't realize Sirico has done like a he's done like multiple Woody Allen movies. Like he's yeah, everybody wants Tony Sirico. So I mean, now unfortunately <laughs> sure. he's no longer with us. But well, yeah, he passed away, right? Yeah. Well, here like either it just happened or it's gonna happen. They're doing this live Sopranos thing here. Uh, really? It's like yeah, um, I could probably look that up when you guys start talking. But oh. they're it's at College Street Music Hall where they normally have obviously music but it's i think they're calling it q a with the sopranos and i got some of the, the stars and i guess you can ask them questions oh who's uh, who's there you got what uh, I, I need to look Drea this up, but, or um, i got andrea di tomato like no i but um hold on uh, you guys yeah. talk amongst yourselves well, okay so i, I have i have the update about pizza of bullets okay so it is a real movie <laughs> it's from 2010 <laughs> uh it's a it's go ahead Brett. that's what it's called pizza with bullets yeah so a mob don's obsession with a pizza part owner is his missing long, long, long lost son. It's like a drama, I guess. Well, has Vinta Pastore, Talia Shire. Mm. Maybe it's out. Danny Nucci. Is my, is that sounds around? a lot like a movie we're going to be reviewing in, on the podcast soon. Keaton's Cop. Mm. Yes, coming soon. Uh, so it's, I guess it went away from Tubi. Right. That. Which one? Keaton's Cop. Yeah, Keaton's Cop. Yeah, it's on. It, so it's on YouTube, and then also you can rent it. So I'm debating. I, it looks like the YouTube version's good enough, but if it isn't, you know, forking okay. over three bucks to to rent it on um on Comcast isn't the worst thing in the world either for you know for a movie oh, okay. like that. Well, so. I'm gonna set that up soon because what yeah. this is episode what 98 we're doing, Brad, or 99? Um, I'm not sure. Recording. <laughs> okay, but but sure. it's gonna be one of the two. Okay, so go ahead if your Sopranos. Uh... Okay, so from what I was able to find. And this is on tour, apparently. So you check your local listings. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, and it's it's the event is called In Conversation with the Sopranos, and it features it looks like Vincent Pastor, uh, Michael Imperioli, and Stephen Sharippa. Oh. And and um, it's live, and they're going to be talking about the Sopranos. And I, isn't that called Hey Oh? This is. <laughs> um, we well, Sopranos over here. So it's in Montclair, New Jersey. I don't know how close that is. And then York, Pennsylvania is a little far for me. But Montclair, I don't know if that's like a February 25th. It looks like it's going to be, you know, 
Is that one that's in Connecticut, Brett? Uh, well, I think we must have missed that one. Oh, we missed it again. I didn't see. Right. <laughs> I didn't see it. Well, again. Um, but they had um like so, billboards advertising it. They were really promoting it around here. I, I think that's the the podcast that Sharipa and Michael Imperioli do. It might be like a live version of the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, I've seen some clips uh, when you when you scroll on Instagram like a teenage girl like I do, and then you just see some clips of that podcast. It just pops up randomly. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it's maybe some sort of live version. They didn't say it was a live podcast, but they did. Yeah, I'm sure that's you know a spinoff of of that. I'm guessing. So if anyone out there wants to see that, they sure can, including you, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Go, go back to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, oh, it's called well, Talking Sopranos. So Talking yeah. Sopranos is the podcast they did. Okay, so it's not. So this is in conversation with this. So maybe this is a little different. But um, yeah, it, it, it seems like. I mean, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't. I've never. I, I've never really been to one of those things before so i'd be interested I, like i don't think i'd have like the the chutzpah to, to ask a question i don't even know what question i would ask you know um I, but my favorite story from the sopranos behind the scenes thing is that michael imperioli didn't have his license um and because so, you you know he was from new york he never drove and uh he had to like learn how to drive like they had to like teach him and, and get his license and everything so he could play his character on the show because he's driving all the time um and I, I love that idea of that that like you know that's you know that's what that got him because obviously i i don't drive so um i always always find that kind of thing fascinating well and, you know this was the beginning of what's today called peak tv or the golden age yes. of tv this was the sopranos was really the very beginning of that yeah right? so you know i think that's why people liked it at the time because it, now we're kind of spoiled because there's lots of high quality shows and yeah. such but back then uh the sopranos and maybe a couple other things at that time yeah, were it. We're around that same time frame. E well, the wire. <laughs> yeah, well, the, 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 the wire. Pay channels were making shows. Oh, the wire. Yeah, the pay channels had the shows. You know. Right. You know, like you know, Arby's has the meats. You know, HBO has had the shows. <laughs> 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 like, I don't trust Arby's meat. I mean, I think when I went yeah. there, I had turkey. Still feels sick. <laughs> Allegedly, well, yeah, well, even in the even in the commercials, it looks gross. I know. So. The other thing about Arby's, I don't know if you remember this growing up, but like we had one in our mall, and it was like there was a Taco Bell at the mall as well. And I remember my buddy was like, "I want to get Arby's, right?" And I was like, "All right, go ahead and get Arby's." <laughs> and it's like you had your allowance, and Arby's would take up like almost your entire allowance versus yeah, like Taco Bell, where you get like four or five tacos for like you know three bucks. You know? Oh it's yeah, like, no, Taco Bell is much better value. My, so mine was ten bucks. I, I had ten bucks. So so I go to the mall with ten bucks on a Friday, and it was like the the the, the least that I could spend on food meant more money for Mortal Kombat, right? Um, right. So that okay, was the you key. stuck to the arcade and then have like, exactly, yeah. Okay. I would what, go to some other places. Have? So so my buddy, yeah, he same thing. It was about the same amount of money. I think we were all about in that ten dollar range. So I think he, I think it was like six bucks for him at Arby's. Um, so it was like he had like you yeah. know, it was for me, you know, I had like three bucks. So I'm playing video games all night while he's having to watch, you know, because he, yeah. he, you know, he, he, but he wanted the Arby's. He was craving it, which I think that happens too, right? Where you you like the idea of a fast food is like or, or, or a snack or something like that is is sometimes better than the actual having it oh absolutely it all the time. i mean that's what i call taco bell sickness where you yes. you want it you want it you want it and then yeah. you have it and then you don't feel so good you go bad. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm going to be doing Taco Bell later today. So Taco Bell is like kind of my my indulgence here in Philadelphia because a lot of fast food places aren't open in Philadelphia anymore. Um, it's pretty much just like all Popeyes and then like there's a Wendy's and a Taco Bell. But like 
the rest of them are kind of on the outskirts, like away from where I normally run errands and things like that. But there's a Taco Bell there. And so I usually will get like a few things. But you're right, because there's that thing where it's like I'm sitting, I'm eating, you know, like and then I've got to run my errands after and and it kind of hangs heavy, you know. It's, yeah. it's, it's you kind of don't feel like doing errands so much anymore. Well, it's like, yeah, exactly. So then that's why you have just those little places because we have we have a Taco Bell, a McDonald's, a Wendy's, and a Burger King all right in one area. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we do. Most places in America do. I mean, and yeah. some you know some places have other things like they have Hardee's and Carl's Jr. Yeah. Which we don't. Well, we don't have. Well, we had we just got Red Robin a couple of years ago. Right? I think it's at the mall. But or. Something, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah when you talk yeah. about the mall, there was a place called Taco Time. Oh yeah, but I think that was specific to our mall. I don't oh, think that okay. was yeah. a chain. Yeah, I don't uh, think we had, we didn't have taco because we yeah we we had Taco Bell and eventually it closed. But um, yeah, like it's here in Philly, like the the fast food places are sort of out away from like the center part of the city. So like for example, if I go ten blocks in either direction from our apartment, I can hit a McDonald's or um you know uh. uh a taco, not a couple. Yeah, there's a taco about even further. It's like 15. It's like it's actually more like 15 bucks. So it's like a mile and a half walk to get to a McDonald's or a or, you know, or a bus ride, you know, to get to a, a McDonald's from here. So it's like it's not really that convenient where they used to be. So when I first moved here, I mean, we had a McDonald's like five blocks from where I lived. Um, and you know, we had a Wendy's five blocks from where I lived. And now the only thing left in that section where there was like like you talked about kind of what you're describing, Ty, where you had like a, a taco, you had a, um, a Popeye's. A Wendy's and a McDonald's all on the same block. The only thing that survived is the Popeyes. The other two were gone. Um, and so it's like a lot of those things have just kind of moved out. And um, so now it's really just like the Taco Bell in Center City and then a Wendy's kind of further off in Center City. But like there's like four McDonald's in that area. I think something like that, three or four that have all closed. Well, the one thing I noticed when I was there in Philadelphia is it's it's very yeah. foody. Like there's a lot yes. of good food like everywhere. So I can kind of see why McDonald's might not be the first option for people because there's a lot of a lot of other places to eat. And it seems that, you know, that might be even more appealing than McDonald's. So I can kind of see how that, you know, might have driven out McDonald's. But, you know, that's just me from a, a visitor's perspective. No, no it's a great point. I was going to say it's a great point because um John Cross actually after we were done made the same point because I was talking about how um I was at the McDonald's that used to be near the convention center one time because I just had a craving you know again I just really wanted some McDonald's and the line was crazy because only three people had shown up that day to work at the McDonald's and one of the three people was on the phone trying to get more people to come into work so it's like uh. everything was backed up. And there was this woman, I guess you, you could call her a Karen, who's there with her son, because I guess there's like a big like gaming convention over at the convention center. And she's complaining, like, why would you only have three people on, you know, when, when you know this big convention's there? And it's like, well, it wasn't like they planned to have three people, right? It's a Sunday morning and a bunch of people called in sick. But John made the point that the mom was probably mad that her son was insisting on going to McDonald's when you've got Reading Terminal Market nearby that has all these really great food places to go, which – Definitely makes sense. Like she was, she was probably not like she was taking it out on the McDonald's when really she yeah. was just more mad at her son. And and because of our recent visitor, I know exactly where you were talking about. Yeah. You know, we nice. we passed by that, and it, and yeah, I, I wanted to go into that place with all the different, but there there's just so many. That's just one of yeah. many places. But I know exactly where you're talking about, and we passed by that convention center. When we were there. There's nothing going on, so it's yeah. like all empty. But you, you know, you can see in the window and. Yeah. Um, uh, but so I know exactly where you're talking about. And that's true. Why didn't the, pe- <laughs> the, the, well, I guess the kid, kids rule. So the kid right. had to have his McDonald's, but they could have <laughs> right. gone into that other place that looked like it had a lot of amazing places. In it. Right. Yeah. Well, 
when kid, we have to say Kidsville, but it's K-I-D-Z, R-U-L-E-Z, right. and then you have to go, yes! Well, if you have a bowl haircut and you, you know, you kick some alien butt like Star Kid. Yeah, kick some alien butt. Why are they not making Star Kid 2? Well, they're making Good Burger 2. That was like 30 years ago, they made Good Burger 1. Yeah. Like, Good Burger 2. Well, yeah. like, years old. Is there a lot of is there a lot of nostalgia for Good Burger? I mean, that's after my time, yes. so I really don't know. I, I guess I, well, good. I was gonna say, I think Hollywood just run out of ideas, and <laughs> and it's just like there's probably like some some kid who watched Good Burger who's like in the executive suite who's like, mm-hmm. what if we do this? And so, you know, some executives looking are like. Yeah, I guess there is kind of a, a, you know, there's like, you know, like maybe they saw like a, a Reddit, like maybe like the millennial mm-hmm. subreddit. They were all talking about Good Burger in there. And they're like, oh, OK, I guess, yeah, if, if, you know, look at that. That post has like 100 up, you know, votes or whatever. Yeah, let's, let's up you know. votes. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. No, no, but that is, no, I think you, you I think you're definitely right that, yeah, you know, the, the, the kids of yestergear are now making the movie. I mean, you know, so I think that explains why there's a lot of superhero movies and stuff, because, you know when these kids growing up that might have been bullied even or described as quote unquote nerds now they're in positions of power so they can say we can make all the spider-man movies we want <laughs> and they like they're exercising their power because they were bullied and picked on and now they're saying okay now we're in charge and we're yeah. going to make non-stop marvel and dc movies because that's what we want and apparently a lot of people like that too so i guess it worked but i think that's the reason why it's happening that's the thing about '90s nostalgia because it's it, it's a, it's important, right? I mean, like it's important like '80s nostalgia now because it's coming back because now we're on, we're on the 30 year mark on the '90s uh, stuff, so it doesn't feel like it though. See, that's why I have 2010 nostalgia. There's just a few <laughs> years that's, ago. See, that's something that's hard for me to grasp because like you're well, reminiscing about joke. the. I know, but so, but some people must have it. I mean, you know, well, you're reminiscing about the good old days of Tila Tequila and MySpace. Ex- well, that's 2005. Oh, this sorry. Is two, this is 2010, so you can go back to the classic what happened the Mario movies. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was the age of uh, Circle of Pain and Circle all Pain and Tap Out Presents, you know, Lockdown. But it's like, yeah, it's oh, like, Tequila? Yeah, let's go back to that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where's the season two of Shot of Love? There's not on DVD, I don't think. I have to go on eBay and take a look. You know, I have season one. It's very, you should watch it. It's so ridiculous. The only episode of that one I remember was when when one guy like punched like beat up like tried to beat up another guy and he like yes. had like I don't know if he like fractured his jaw or something and he had to go to the hospital and then he came back with a bear for for Tila Tequila and then the, it turned out the bear talked or sang or something and they were both shocked to find that out but like it, but it was like this whole thing for her where she was like oh it was so sweet that you know he had his jaw broken and he made sure he got me a present at the hospital it's like it, the show is a game show it's like it like the, these those whole like 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 relationship like those whole dating game show things it's like nobody's like trying to be sweet or anything they're trying to win the game show and it's like you know it's like the whole power imbalance of it. it's like I always feel like if um if, you know if anthropologists look back on this time period ten thousand years from now the whole dating TV show thing is not going to make any sense to them they're not going to know how that See, you know now there's the golden bachelor so the guy's like sixty five <laughs> years old you heard of this Brett um I've heard people at work the women I work with have yeah. mentioned that they Did they, they uh, watch the golden, golden bachelor yes it's like, they like the golden bachelor and I think they're especially interested because apparently one of the contestants is from East Haven Connecticut oh really. Yes. So she's competing, I guess, for the love of the Golden Bachelor. All I know is that that and that apparently he cries a lot. So like something will happen, <laughs> I'll start crying. The Golden oh, Bachelor. That's hilarious. That's I all know. I know. That's literally all I know. I just can't watch those because it's like 
I just don't care. It's like, okay, I might be. We he loves me now. Right. Like we went on a date and he loves me. He gave yeah. me a flower. But you yeah. did watch you, you. But you're no stranger to. Uh, no. To, you watched Tequila Tequila. You watched Shot of I've, Love. You watched I've seen Shot of, of Love, Love, Rock of Love. Um, <laughs> Bay uh, Bay Bay. What's, what's that one? Oh, oh, Bay Bay Bay. That's um, Real Chance of Love. Real Chance of Love. Yeah. yeah. I definitely yeah, Bay, 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 Bay. Rock of Two Love. Bay's. Because uh, well, because the best part of like that that VH1 dating yeah, really, show thing, uh, great. that's a whole different ball game. From because like the thing with The Bachelor, I I had friends we would watch it. It was kind of supposed to be like a kind of a fun Monday night thing that like, we would watch it. But the shows were like two hours long, and I finally was just, like, I can't do this anymore. And then my buddy's like, You're gonna make me just watch it with my wife alone? Like you're not gonna come over? And I'm like, Yeah, <laughs> I'm bailing. I can't I can't do this. Where, the, you know the VH1 ones. If you take out the commercials, they're like 39 minutes long, and it's like. You know, and and most of it is like padding from what happened before the commercial. So it's like there's you kind of when you when you watch them in the streaming service now, you get in and out really quickly. I mean, that rock oh, of love, so you fast. could binge a whole season in a night. I did. Yeah, that's true. That's how I watched they, they, it. Yeah, they, they only. They, yeah, you're right. They have the recap and they have the precap where they show you what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Right, so if exactly. you take those out. Then again, right. you just have the show. I don't think there's that much. And I, I know they're a lot trashier, you know, with yes. you know, Brett Michaels and Sheila Tequila involved. It's not going to be the same as The Bachelor. But right. they, should, they should team up, you know, do another one of these shows now, 15 years later. Like, well, they could do The Golden Bachelor. He could be The Golden Bachelor. Maybe. No, he would not want to admit that. He was The Golden Bachelor when he was doing them originally. It was like, yeah, he's secretly old, you know. It's yeah. like. He's not. He's not young. He thinks he's young. He's, okay. he, he's also. He's a liar. He said, "Oh, I always wore the bandana." No, you didn't. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. Watch no. any poison video. He's not wearing any bandana. So no, when, no. when he came out and said, "I've always worn it," that is just an obvious lie. Yes. No. He. Yeah. He, he. You know, when you watch those next, when 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 Jen and I watch the the. Um, Rock of Loves now. It's hilarious to just kind of see all of the ways like he was vain like that and how he was like, you know, and I mean also too like how he wasn't really great to the women and stuff like that but also like just the little things that he would do like to try to make himself look better but like he, you know, and I mean the hair is one of them, right? It's just like Dude, just 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 go with the closely cropped thing and get rid of the, you know, why do you need to have long hair? Like why, you know, if, you're, if your hair is thinning and it's like, you know, yeah. You know, it's like Slash or uh, he wears the hat yeah. Or uh, who's the other one I'm thinking of right now? Or Gene Simmons. Yeah. Like, oh, so you're saying they're all bald is what you're saying. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they, they got no hair. And yeah. the thing is, in the episode of Rock of Love, it gets episode two. I think it's called like Phone Love, something like that. And like he's he's like in a like a not a night. He's not it's kind of like a nightgown kind of. Right. <laughs> right. Michaels. I think you forgot his hairpiece. So it's like <laughs> so it's like it's like it's like gone. <laughs> right, that was the thing, right? There were rules about when you could see Brett Michaels. I think because yes. of that, right? Because he needed to get himself ready to be on, yes, on, the, on the show. Oh, yeah, if there are rules of that nature, why else would you need a rule like that? Right. Did they forget he maybe didn't care that day, or but it was gone. It was like his hair was gone. It was disappeared. Well, if he's wearing a nightgown, I mean, maybe he just woke up. You know, it's like you know, well, he was people like who wear glasses and, and they put on their, they put on their glasses in the morning. Maybe it's like yeah. that. And he put in his teeth in, right? <laughs> well, how old is he? I mean. Uh, and it's one of the early 60s, right? Because, I mean, he was – that oh, that group became big in the early 80s. So he, I think yeah. he was born in like – like I mean, I, I want to say like like 60, 61 maybe, but I, I could be wrong. I've, I've, I think I've got Wikipedia up still, so I can always take a look right. and see if, 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 he, if he's honest about his age. I guess Wikipedia is not like IMDb, right? With IMDb, you, you can – You have um, to do the math. You have to do the math. You know, right. They don't just tell you. Right. A lot of times the they, just, they don't put it here. How old Mary Elizabeth Mastantonio yeah. was, but now I have to do the math. So he, <laughs> so he was born in 63. So 
Brett oh, Michaels turned 60 this year, so he's oh, 60. He did, okay. Yeah. So wow. so when he was doing Rock of Love, those 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 shows, those Rock of Love shows, he was 45. he was like by you know, he's like in his mid 40s. He was like kind of wow. you know like oh. Which is, which again, it's like just imagining myself in my mid forties, like doing a show where I've got like girls like in their early twenties, like fawning over me. Like it just seems so like I don't know, like unseemly, you know. Um, but you know, he was rock a love guy. Daisy you know? of love. Well, there's there's, there's Daisy, Daisy of love. That's right. I think it's the best one. It's like, Out of all of them. Well, rock of love is the best one. Oh, then I also watch Flavor of Love. But you got to watch the uncensored versions yeah. of Flavor of Love because it doesn't work with the bleeps. Yes, yeah. right. I think Tubi for a while had the uncensored ones, which was great because okay. you would, yeah, you, you wouldn't get the bleeps, which was good. You, you kind of, is he, Shot of Love doesn't have the bleeps. It's like, okay, this is more of a full experience of the silliness. Yeah. The bleeps, yeah, funny, but it, it is not, let's cut out the bleeps. Yeah. You know, like, because, um, or Rock of, or no, Real Chance of Love was funny because, like, I don't want to go in my pool. They wanted, <laughs> they, they wanted to go in the pool. Right. Some woman said, I don't want to go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hurt my weave. And it's like, right, oh, right. my weed's going to fall off. It's like, no, no, no don't tell that to no one chance. <laughs> yeah, when um, they got to the to the real chance of love, like when they got to that level, I know, I, mean, I know really they had like the, the, the challenge shows as well. But when they got to real chance of love, it was like you, you started with flavor of love. Then you had, you know, New York. What I don't remember what that one was called. I love but like, New York. Yeah. I love New York. That's right. And so then Real and Chance were contestants on I Love New York. So we've gone from like this is like a third like spinoff, essentially. This is like this. I don't, I'm trying to think of like how that would it was like, I don't know, like a like a, a spinoff of Mod, right? Like if Mod was a spinoff of All in the Family, it was like if they had to like done a show based on Conrad Bain's character, right? Like that's where we're, we're at with that. That's a great well, point. But that, that wouldn't have been a bad idea. I mean, that, right, that exactly. could be as good as Real Chance of Love because they don't have Bay 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 on that right, mod. Exactly. A real Conrad like Bay Bay mod? I say no. I love the idea of like he had a neighbor that was Bay Bay Bay, and then Conrad Bay, right? Because his character on Mod was like really conservative, you know. And then there's Bay 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 living next door, and it just would have been <laughs> hilarity and probably oh, a lot of uncomfortable uh, jokes nowadays, right? They would have been a lot oh, yeah. of jokes that very racially insensitive that nowadays we'd watch it and be like, oh boy, I can't believe they did that joke, you well, know. I guess his so, name would be Conrad Bain Bain Bain, right? Yeah, it's true. They can do Con- Conrad Bane of Love. You know, yeah. <laughs> of course, it's Bane Capital. That's not insane uh, at all. No, that's, no, no, that's insane, Brad. One of your more of insane ones. What? what? <laughs> Who wouldn't watch it? Come on. Right. Okay, we would all. If, I would. I would tape it, and then I'd buy it, and I'd tape it again. It would be I would say with those Dark Knight movies, if Conrad Bain had played Bane instead of Tom Hardy, that would have made that even better. I mean, I don't think he was with us at that point, but um, yeah, he would have been a great Bane. Well, with these AI well, I mean, technologies, we can get them back. Yeah, right. We can have Lucas go in and Lucas in Conrad Bain from like you know Mod and um you know different strokes, right? Just get all the footage of him from those and like Lucas him into the 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 dark. What, what was that movie? It wasn't wasn't a dark. It wasn't a dark. Was it called Dark Knight something? I can't. Dark Knight Rises. Is that what dark it was? Dark Web. Was it Dark, dark Web? web right. <laughs> that could be a Spider-Man movie. The Dark Web. Well, now it's too synonymous with the evil internet. Yeah. Oh. No, but I like the idea of that, where like he's investigating a uh, a, 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 a identity theft ring, right? Like 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 LifeLock oh, hires. Or Bain? Oh, I, oh, I was thinking Spider Man. Like, oh, okay. like maybe like LifeLock <laughs> could hire Spider Man. It's like it'd be a tie-in, right? LifeLock and, and Spider Man, like going on the dark web to yeah, like because because like would would you have to do like the um the whole like '90s VR thing where he like puts something on his head and then like. Spider-Man is like like 
virtually like spinning around the, the dark web like flying I, that's around. what i would I like to that. see I mean, yeah, it I mean, could be done so it could be kind of like lawnmower man you know <laughs> um, meets uh, spider man lawnmower spider spider lawnmower man and they can put them together <laughs> and they're like you're mowing down the spiders and uh you know but then but but that's throughout like the first half of the movie but then it gets real and he yeah has, they, he has to fight him in real life yeah, yeah. i like that idea because he takes off the headset he like spins his head like oh yeah. Well, you know, that could be something cool. Like, that could be like a cool yeah. thing, like yeah. even in the trailer or something where he takes like he's fighting someone and then, but then he takes off the VR headset and they're there like in real. Yeah, life, I so. love that. idea. Yeah, exactly. I just think that's brilliantly done. Yeah. It's like, whoa, so, this is real. Yeah. So it would be <laughs> like, like, like Keanu Reeves, Reeves, I guess. Whoa. Keanu could be the baddie. He could be the guy who's running I'm the, the ring. Guy. Right. I'm from <laughs> man from Tai Chi. You owe me Who, Donica Mark? Yeah. yeah Donica <laughs> Mark. I, I need to be watching like now. Yes. I'm going to get off the pod and watch uh, uh, Man Tai Chi. Yeah, yeah, I'm well, trying to think, because I, I think we have a podcast. I think you guys came on the podcast to talk about that movie. We did? Well, from wow. 2014? Way back in, like, the old iteration of the podcast, I think. The like early like, 2010 nostalgia. <laughs> it's back. I, I, I want to say, when, when you know when, when I did the show with Jamie, I think you guys came on for Man from Tai Chi. I think so. Wow. Like good I have to go back and look and see like all the episodes, like cause it it would be like way back, right? Like it would, but you know, because some of the episodes were lost, um, right? But I think that was like a 2015 one that you guys did that uh, it was that's familiar. Yeah. That, that does, well, I, I remember about, doing it. If you're going to talk about something, I think that's a good one to talk about. That's well, almost yeah. another one we could talk about now. I mean, it's kind of I mean, it's know, very it's timeless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a timeless classic. People forget about uh, Man of Tai Chi. Like, well, you saw it in the theater, right? I sure did. I saw it at the Criterion oh. in the uh, screening room. I think I had the time code. Yeah. Wait, is this is this is the Criterion closing? No, it's gone. Closed? Unfortunately, it, oh. it closed uh, about a month ago. New Haven, Connecticut. Oh. Um, it was a good theater, and then I know I know people. Who, I still know people who work there, or he used to work there. I used to work there briefly. I, I'm still friends with some of the former staff. And it's like, yeah. What do they gone. say about the whole closing? It's not great, but I can still land on their feet, you know. Well, but, but I think the, the rent is too damn high, as uh, McMillan said, right? That's, that's yeah. why I hear why it closed. Well, there's that. What was his name? You know, was it Jimmy McMillan? Oh, Jimmy McMillan. Like, rent's too damn high. You know, it's like that was his party. The rent is too damn high yeah. party. Well, but, he was um, right. <laughs> well, and plus he put that with the fact that you know people aren't going to the theater like they used to. I mean, and you know, couple that with the fact that the baby screening was a total failure. And um, how do you want to explain to that? <laughs> have we ever talked about that? All right, let's and, talk about it. Sure. Well, yeah. Apparently, there was a movie called Babies, which was movie. a documentary just about babies where they followed a bunch of babies around the camera. Yeah. And they had a, and it went to the theater, and apparently they had a free screening for mothers only. So if you were a mom and you had a baby, you could just go see Babies because I'm clearly that's what you want to do. And, oh, I see your damn baby had to go to the theater. Damn babies! <laughs> and 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 Ty, and what happened? No one showed up. No one showed up. It was a complete flop. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's the end awesome, of the pod. Though. Thank you for coming on. Uh, it's like, <laughs> well, I I do have an update that yes, it was episode twenty three, December third of twenty fourteen. You guys came on to talk Man of Tai Chi with Jamie wow. and I. Um. So, yeah, my description of it was um, Jamie and I are joined by Ty and Brett from Comeuppance Reviews to discuss Men of Tai Chi, a film about a man from a small town on the Gulf Coast of Alabama who is displaced after Katrina, 
or it's a martial arts actioner with Keanu Reeves as the baddie. So I, I, don't, I don't know where that joke came from. I don't know why. Um, Man from Tai Chi. at the time. I yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I can't. I can't think of like what that joke would like. Why that joke would have been there? I don't know what 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 Man from Tai Chi. I don't know if Tai Chi is like a, a town in. Um, <laughs> is there a Tai Chi Louisiana? Right. Exactly. I don't be. know. Um, yeah, I have no idea where that joke came. It's, it's 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 probably why it's better to just like make the joke about the movie itself and make the you know like like nowadays like I'll make the joke like oh you know new podcast favorite Bruce Dern you know or something yeah, like, like that. that. Like, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Too. Ah! Right. Yeah, oh, you want to you want to do it, Matt? Go ahead. But Bruce Dern doing your job. <laughs> like go out and get my money. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this movie would be over in 10 minutes if you just got my money now instead of waiting for CT to get it. <laughs> well, I, you know, we were talking about earlier, you know, people who you're excited that are now doing DTV, like Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Or, uh-huh. I guess uh, Dern certainly counts. I mean, well, I just watched that. Dern today. I watched a Western called Badland. Not Badlands, oh, Badland. Right. And it has uh, Trace Atkins, Jeff Faye. <laughs> And Bruce Dern and Mira Sorvino, and it's a little bit too long. And a guy named Kevin Makeley, you ever heard yeah. of this guy? I'm only, I'm seeing it right now because I just happened to look it up. Um, so it's it's, it's, it's you get oh. enough Dern, I guess. It's like is he I'm is sick. he very Derny in it? Well, kind of like I'm sick. I'm a Confederate soldier. I'm dying. It's like oh, it's Kevin like, Makeley is he? He's is he the guy from? Um, well, something Badland is this movie. So I I don't. Oh, Oh, okay. For a second, I thought he might have been the guy from uh, Yeah, for a second, I thought he might have been the guy from uh, from Walking Dead, but he's not. He just oh, no, looks like, like that a, guy. He's like this. He makes like these kind of cheap esque westerns, mm-hmm. and he made a bunch of other ones. I'm gonna watch it eventually, but I mean, he's the one you trace... found at... oh, Yeah, sorry. I found a Goodwill. Yeah, he's he's so, from Poughkeepsie. I... Well, so, so it makes... makes sense that he loves westerns. Um... <laughs> Oh, but, I have uh, an update. Go ahead. Uh-huh. We have updates from the last pod. Okay. I watched Janky Promoters. Oh, yes. Oh, talk <laughs> about burying the lead. You okay. said, you promised you would have an update. I promised right. it. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So I'm surprised you waited until almost the end of I the podcast forgot. to mention this. I forgot, oh. actually. Okay. So, so you said you're going to watch Janky Promoters. I promised. You watched I watched it. I'm setting this I up. Pro- so then you watch right, Janky please, Promoters. And, um, there's a lot of talk about Yankee promoters and uh, that it's possibly an unfinished movie. And I look forward to you uh, talking okay, about so that. I but for, for, sorry, first question, though. Do they explain what the word janky means? A hundred percent they do. They say okay. it right at the beginning. It says janky, okay. you know, kind of like, uh, you know, low rent, basically. It's like <laughs> low rent, unscrupulous people. And right. So like in case janky. you're just coming into this cold and you don't know what the janky is, they they take the yeah. time to explain it. Yes, just for a place like Janky. <laughs> so it's like a Star Wars style crawl. Yes, well, no, no, or... just like it just says, you know, Dimension Films presents, which Dimension spelled wrong, by the way. Yes, and it right. Says, oh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. And that's not part of the whole comedy of the movie. They actually no, it's not. It it's Dimension it or Dimension. It's or Dimension, yeah. So Dimension <laughs> Films presents the Janky promoters, and they say what Janky means. The movie does feel, the movie's, well, he's this classic Ice Cube, which is. The movie meanders a lot, so yeah. it's like, so Ice Cube and Mike after like these janky promoters. They're promoting Young Jeezy. I guess you know he's a rapper guy. He plays himself. It's like, yeah, man, we gotta get that, we gotta get that Young Jeezy guy to come to our concert, man. And then there's all these silly, mildly silly comedic scenarios. And then the last half, last 40 minutes, 40 minutes. Keep this in mind. Is this Young Jeezy like rapping at a club? 
And then at the end it says, well, we're Jackie Promoters, y'all. And it was like it ends on a freeze frame. And it does feel a little bit unfinished. So. According to the movie, according to the, the IMDb trivia, Ice Cube said that this was not finished and it was released without his knowledge. Well, wow. you could tell in certain parts. <laughs> but so it was did, you say, like, uh, did you say something like uh, that the scenes with Young Jeezy are some of the best scenes in the yeah, movie? Those are the better parts. It's just, you know, it's <laughs> but see, nothing really happens, though. See, that's the problem with these Ice Cube movies. I just watched Three Strikes. Also, I watched that yesterday. It's from the makers of Friday. <laughs> oh, the guy, the, the guy with the announcer. From the makers of Friday. Three strikes. You know, you oh, and didn't you also buy that La La Kent thing? Or I did buy La La Kent, yes. Uh, the row of our buddy Randy Couture and La La Kent. Oh. La La Kent, if you remember the trailer. <laughs> um, yeah, so, it, it, it's rare to hear someone in such a serious, grave tone say the word La La. Yeah, so La La Kent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really what it sounds like. And Fat Beach. Oh, oh Fat Beach. That's yeah. a, that's my favorite. It's like by these artists and horror titles again like caught up fat beach <laughs> out of like, if you watch that it's really funny the guy's yeah. voice is hilarious because like, it's so serious and why is he so, so serious talking about fat beach and la la Cat? i don't i did a great question <laughs> um so what's about jank so it's about you know it's a classic ice cube meandering movie and three strikes um stars brian hooks it's like a friday kind of knockoff a little bit so brian hooks plays a prisoner and he gets out of jail if he gets in trouble one more time, he goes to jail for like twenty thousand years. Oh right. <laughs> and and phase on love, you know that is Brett. Um, I believe he's a black African American yes. actor. Yes. So he plays like the tiny Lister kind of character, kind of semi villain. And it, it's like you can it's like he wants to Brian Hooks to go back to jail. You know, there's more to it actually. I, I must have been a good mood or something. Cause it really, I really kind of lost slack. It wasn't <laughs> that bad. I I had a feeling it was like this movie's terrible. Because yeah. it's directed by DJ Pooh. <laughs> well, well, DJ Pooh did, did he do the Friday movies, did he? He did. He wrote Friday, so he made his yeah. own movie. He, he wrote and he's in it, too. He plays like a goofy like uh, news anchor guy. Right. It's so not that bad. I mean, it's not hilarious, but it was watchable. It was only 70-something minutes. <laughs> so, like, I mean, Dave Mellinger had a couple laughs, you know? And, and, and what's all this discrimination against DJ Pooh? What, just because he has a funny name? People think he yeah. can't have talent? Oh, oh, you're DJ Pooh. You can't write and direct a movie. Well, why not? Because well, see, just because his name's DJ Pooh. Well, see, what about what if Winnie the Pooh was a DJ? He'd be DJ <laughs> Pooh too. So, yeah, he, hello. <laughs> I remember DJ Pooh. I think DJ Pooh played uh, MC Hammer in this video Ice Cube did, where it was almost like he was like, kind of like trying to like reprogram what he saw as, as black sellouts. And so DJ Pooh was like dancing around like the with the big pants, like being goofy. And then like Ice Cube like kidnaps him and like duct tapes him and throws him in the trunk of a car. And I think it was DJ Pooh playing the part of Hammer. And that was like kind of this whole thing where like, I think like when, when um they talked about on VH1 about, you know, the behind the music with with, with Hammer, it was like that pit point where like the black community had turned on Hammer. They, they considered <laughs> him a sellout. And they were yeah, showing yeah. clips of that video as like, you know, you know how that you know which is interesting yeah, because Ice i love Cube, their fall i love when they have their fall and right, the exactly. music. they have all these yeah. people making fun of them it's like hey yeah. you made fun of me i'm vanilla ice right, like, exactly well because it's not like ice Cube didn't sell out you know we well yeah out? i mean are we there yet series is not a sellout okay right right that, exactly you know, he yeah wants it, to go somewhere he's not there yet right <laughs> um, well it's kind of like in the pop goes the weasel video which is about that very subject get it pop goes the weasel um, where um, uh, Henry Rollins, guys. yeah, Henry Rollins. We're talking Rollins. about Paulie Shore. 
No, no, uh, third base. <laughs> oh, third base. Okay. The ball goes to the weasel and that. Like, oh no, no, that's no, no. That had nothing to do. Had nothing to do with Polly Shore. Right. Um, and yeah. uh, so, if you watch that video, there's a, uh, you know, yeah. Henry Rollins yeah. as as Vanilla Ice, which is very funny to. They see. beat him up with like baseball bats. Like, <laughs> yeah. Pop, yeah. Yeah. Pop goes the weasel. Goes the weasel. Goes pop. Right. Yeah. Then yeah. I I can't remember what was the. Yeah, what was the line? It was the thing with the loop, right? Like, like you, they, they looped fun it. About, they looped right? it. You yeah. looped it. You looped it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody yeah. used to have funny, talented, like, like real singers, and then you know, also they can be like a goofball too. You don't have that anymore. It's just a bunch of Doja cats, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got my when I got a lift back from uh from the airport, the guy was listening to the pop station, and it was like, like. I, I had my Shazam in my phone and like there was a song about this girl was singing. It was like called it, the, the, the artist was Olivia Rodrigo, who I think she has a commercial mm-hmm. now. But I'm like listening to this and I'm like, how is this popular? Like it's like she's I like talking about second. like it's terrible. Yeah, it's like being a vampire or something like that. Or, oh, like, it was unlistenable. Vampire. Yeah, it's, it's you know, but then, of course, they're also playing like Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. So it's like like music from like 20 years ago is still getting played on pop stations because That's there true. just isn't I enough good that. stuff out there. Yeah, and no, it's better in sync and such. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Next to the... and stink and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, if you think about it, these end sync and Backstreet Boy songs are actually better than what we have today. Right. Yeah. Well, and that takes us right back to Poison. Remember, at the time, people hated Poison. They said there's yes. no cure for Poison, and they <laughs> they were considered just the bottom of the barrel, really bad. That's what the you know the high-minded critics would say. Now, when you look back, the Poison is like amazing compared to right. what we have today. I mean, C.C. Um, DeVille as a guitarist was legit. Yeah. Like, he was a legit rock guitarist, and uh, you know, he was good, and and it was like, but you're right, like, at that time, it was like, well, they, they're wearing makeup, and it's all this, you know, and I think there was also that sense, too, of, like, it being, like, a notch below, like, like Poison was almost like the second wave after, like, kind of, like, Def Leppard and some of the other ones. It was almost like a, the, the hair metal thing was, almost, you know, then I guess, like, maybe Warrant would have been a, lo- a layer below Poison, but that was kind of the idea, right, is that you had these layers kind of, you know, that, you know, by the time you get to, like, Great White or in, in you know, uh, you know. Rock me. Right. Like, right <laughs> rock yeah, me. Right, right. Well, you know, and Great White are a perfectly good rock band, but they got, they got swept up in yeah. the. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and all that. You got swept. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of like when you really got to the the bottom. What was it like? Like, uh, like what was it the the Bullet Boys maybe or or well, and enough, we were just like... talking about them. If you look up a picture of Mark Torian and yes. uh, which is spelled M A R Q, you can't. Uh, you know, That's his awesome. hair. We were having a sort of a debate about whether he was it was a wig or hair extensions or something. But right, you know, um, but you'd have to visually see it, so we can't really talk about it on a podcast. But, um, well, take, yeah, take a look at Mark. Yeah, yeah I've, I'm looking him up now because he was born Mark with a K. So just to give you an oh, idea. Oh, he changed it? Oh. He changed it to oh, M-A-R-Q. So, yeah, so he – that was his own thing. Um, yeah, I so – my name. Yeah. <laughs> what, did T-Y-L-E-Q? Uh, Tyler – what would that be? You want to do the same <laughs> thing he did? Also, <laughs> <laughs> like, Apparently, he started in Rat, I guess. He was he was a guitarist in the unsigned, then unsigned Rat. Um and then I don't know how he ended up leaving rap, but he's also older too. I didn't realize this, the bullet boys, he was born in like 61. I always thought of them as being like a, a, a younger group, but uh, he was, he was even older. Like, you know, so, so like the bullet bed now. 
And yeah, like, bullet, the bullet, yeah. bullet men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were never the bullet boys. They were always the bullet men at that. I mean, they it was like yeah. 27 when they, they had their okay. But I guess that's that's not old. 27 and 88. No, so really. I guess I kind of forget too, like how much this stuff was 80s and not like 90s. Like I think you know, um, crept they in, they crept into the 90s. But but I mean, you know, Nirvana was 91. So I guess it's like you know. Um, I remember what was it? Um, uh, Warren, uh, Janie Lane was doing an interview. He was talking about how, like, you know, they went to the, the the record executive studio. I think they were Arista or something like that. And they went to the the office and they saw, you know, dirty, rotten, filthy, stinking poster, you know, on the wall. And they were thinking about how great they are. You know, they, oh, we've made it. You know, we've arrived or whatever. And I guess when they went in for the the, the album that had Cherry Pie, um, they went to the office and they saw like that the poster was Alice in Chains' Dirt, and it was like kind of the realization for them that they were on the way out. You know, that like yep, things were go. changing for them. Yeah. <laughs> But what's interesting is that everything comes around yes. and talking about nostalgia and everything. A, a lot of those bands from that time are still going. Yes. And, um, That's a good point. And they're releasing new music and you can mm-hmm. still buy their old albums and they're still touring. And I, and I think now it's come back where that sort of music is very much um, accepted, acceptable and loved by a lot of people. Yeah. And just because MTV did what they did. Yeah. A lot of people don't accept that or respect it at all. And they just continue to rock on. And that, yeah. I think that's a good thing. You know, you just, know, rock just on. keep rocking on. And that actually could be an end to the pod if you want to end it. That's true. Rock on. Rock on. Rock on. If we have one message, I, you know, I think that would probably be it. Just keep, yeah. just keep rocking. I mean, don't, don't I'm listen to a little bit trends. more, but yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. I cut you up. Well, just, you know, don't go with the trends, you know, don't yeah. do what MTV is doing. Yeah. Um, Especially now, they don't even play videos, but uh, they only play ridiculousness uh, for twenty four seven. And if I want to see my Rob Deer deck, I will watch Righteous Kill. <laughs> I will watch exactly. the skateboarding tip. <laughs> they mentioned him a lot, though. So they, as I said in that pod about you know <laughs> Rob's skateboarding pimp. Oh no, it was Rambo. 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 Yeah, he was part of Rambo's crew. Like yeah, Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, and you know, one of my favorite things. I we've already mentioned this several times. So I can't go. stop. With Martin yeah, Bomb, that yeah. whole that whole Martin side Bob. trip about Martin, Martin Bomb. Martin Bomb 2023. Yeah. I think he should, you know. <laughs> I know. When are we gonna get its own, you know, the Martin Bomb movie where it's it needs all to be about podcast? <laughs> well, the, the movie right would just be like the origin story movies where it's just the one name title, so it'd just be Bomb. Yeah, right? yeah. Bomb. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And you see him; he's looking origins. kind of secretive, and he's holding a gun. Right, and, right you know, exactly. Like he, it's, he's he's looking over his shoulder. It's like so. It's yeah. basically it is. It's like. The righteous kill basic storyline, but told from Martin Baum's perspective. Yeah. So it's like all about <laughs> his view viewpoint of all the goings on. Yeah. You know, with so, Donnie so Wahlberg. With Donnie Wahlberg yeah. and John goes over like, you know, it's a killing time or is it killing time? You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, it's like, oh, I hate that Turkman, but he doesn't. But you don't see. They don't, they don't cut the um like when I was saying it, you just see him, him mouthing it because you're looking at Martin Baum's perspective. But he right, kind of right, see right. like I say, hate that Turk man. So it's just like, so it's like <laughs> no one says hate Martin Baum. You know, Martin Baum is beloved by all. I love Martin Baum. I'm happy he yeah. didn't get killed. Well, like, spoiler. Even just the well, idea. He he's a red herring. Right. He he's right. I, that's I always now like whenever I see a red herring in a movie, I refer to it as Martin Baum padding. Martin, now yeah, it's always Martin Baum padding. Or Martin. Yeah, because you know, because red herring, you know, it's it's a good term, but it's a little old fashioned. Maybe yeah. it's time we update it to. Oh, that's such a Martin Baum. It's Martin. Baum such technique. a Martin yeah. Baum. Like wow, what a Martin yeah, Baum that is. Where the movie goes, and because that also, it's not just a red herring. It's where a, a, a movie goes on this sort of really unnecessary side trip. Right. You know, so. <laughs> for the red herring so it's not just a red herring it has to 
you know, take up some running time. And uh, <laughs> that's like a good 10 minutes of Righteous Kills, Martin Baum batting. And it comes oh, out Martin. of nowhere. Right, it's just yeah. like, they're like riffing. <laughs> they're riffing in this, like, at the crime scene, I think, right? They're like, or wherever they're riffing. No, no, they're it's at, like, the, at the, uh, like, the workout station. I think it might be Martin Baum. Right, yeah, they, yeah, might yeah, be right, Martin but Baum. Just like, Martin yeah. Baum. What about Martin Baum? Hoo-ha. And they're all like, <laughs> oh, yeah, Martin Baum. Martin Baum. Martin yeah. Baum. Martin yeah. Baum. It's like, you know, it's like. <laughs> Oh, Martin Bomb, and then, and then like, you're a mutt, Martin Bomb. You're a mutt. It's like, it's like, we're going back. We're going to do the whole Righteous Kill podcast again during this oh, podcast. No, no, but did you see, I don't know if you saw that uh, Will from Exploding Helicopter revisited Righteous Kill after hearing the podcast episode. He was oh, like, that's "Great, yeah, I'm yeah, so he glad like, he was Exploding Helicopter in that movie. That'd be amazing." Right. Maybe well, that's the thing that was missing. Martin Bob blows up the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, he blows up. He doesn't. He doesn't die. Nobody doesn't die. So he yeah. blows up the helicopter. Martin Bob hits like a rocket. Like he has launcher. a rocket launcher, and he thinks yeah. maybe Turk and Rooster are in it, and then turns out they're not. Yeah. But he thought they were. You know. <laughs> now we're getting into real ridiculous. That could yeah, it's happen. very ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, one thing too with Donnie Wahlberg, I kind of maybe as a, a, a kind of a segue into maybe sure. more fast food stuff. I was telling okay. Ty how I was, I was at the Boston, the Logan Airport. Um, so Logan Airport has Wahlburgers in it, and oh um, yes. So so I didn't exactly. get the Donnie. So they have um they have a Donnie's burger, they have a Mark's burger, and then they have like the the brother who runs Wahlburgers. I can't remember what uh-huh. his name is, but you know. Paul, yeah, Paul's burger, I think is what it is. So I got the Mark's burger, which is an impossible burger <laughs> with like grilled onions and, and stuff like that. The Don's, I'm, I got, I'm gonna get the Don's the next time I fly into Logan. I've got to get that one now to try that. See, so is Donnie's better than than Mark's? You know, um, well, that's the that's the key. That's always, always the question. Kind of rivalry. Yeah, that's always yeah. the question. Yeah, it's expensive. It's like it was like seventeen bucks for just the one yeah, burger. Dang. So is it like, a, is it like a, how many patties do you get? One? Well, no, just but that's the one airport patty. Prices, you know, oh, yeah. airport food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I think there is. There used to be a Wahlburgers here in Philadelphia. I I don't know. I think it might yeah, have closed. We don't have a Wahlburgers here in Connecticut. You can buy some of their food like at the Stop and Shop. Oh yes, so we, yeah, they have frozen burgers. Yeah, right? frozen burgers they buy. And I don't know if I trust it yet. So it's like, but I don't really, I don't really make food. It's, it feels, so, it's like, too lazy to do yeah, that. So. But see, Diane Wahlberg has the right stuff. Yeah, and Marky Mark <laughs> has fear. So it's, exactly. so it's like, so it's, so it's a good Philly. They closed the one in Philly. The, the nearest one is oh, Atlantic City. So I'd have to take the train to Atlantic City if I wanted to get well, maybe a Wahlberg. You could, you could connect that to going to see the Sopranos live in New Jersey. Right. Now, actually, there is one. You're saying there isn't one in Connecticut. Um, there is one north of Hartford on the way oh, to um, to Springfield. Um, oh, or maybe okay. it is in Springfield. Maybe that is Springfield. I know where that just... is. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. it's not so, too far outside. I don't outside look of up Wahlburgers. I don't usually look it up because it's like it's yeah, no, it's Springfield. Yeah, Springfield has one. So if you go north, oh, but that's, that's kind of far from you guys, though, right? Because you guys are yeah, south that, of that's Hartford. A, that would yeah, be a two-hour yeah. trip. Yeah, so it's about me going to Mark Burger. Yeah, it's like me going to Atlantic City for yeah. for for a Wahlburger. It's, it's it's definitely a part. So it's not really that close. It, it's when when you when you type up a Wahlburgers and you you don't have one near you, it shrinks the map and it has okay. them all over the place. So it's like this looks like it's right near you guys in Connecticut, but actually as I zoom in, it's like way up. You know, it's like no, in, it's like Springfield. Springfield yeah. That's two hours plus. So yeah, like, and, and but that does tie back to reality shows because wasn't there a reality? Show? Oh, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> wasn't there a Wahlburgers? <laughs> There was, was, right? On A and E, yeah. 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 Did you ever watch it? No, I never Matt? did. No, no, Matt. no. I've ever seen commercials for it, but I never watched it. I wasn't even mentioned Donnie Wahlberg. You know. Yeah, I think they teased that he's gonna show up or something. Or, uh, Mar- or Mark, right? Because Mark's like the you know, obviously the name, so it's like. 
You could just name right, all the burgers after his movies. You know, you got the Shooter Burger. You, know, you got the Corrupter Burger. You know, it's like you got you got the Boogie Burger. It's right there. No, so yeah, they have. Well, they have like the. So they have the. The right, they only have right, second, four, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a shame because they, they name them after members of the family as opposed Boring. to. Um, and it's because it, it's like the two brothers and then it's um oh yeah so 2014 was the show yeah so um but they have the the paul's burger right because that's the older brother and then the sister has a chicken burger or like a chicken sandwich um like a grilled What's chicken or something like that it's like julia uh, jen's Wahlberg? burger i think it is jen? Like I that. That up. <laughs> that's probably yeah. what i would get if i went to a wall burgers that's probably what i would get you get the julia yeah. burger well, yeah, because, you know, I'm more of a chicken guy. I don't eat meat, so. What's that supposed to be Jenny McCarthy? I hope it's not supposed to be Jenny McCarthy. I hope it's supposed to be, like, one <laughs> well, of it the... might be. Aren't they married, Don and um Jenny? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because I remember somebody made a joke about, um, uh, so this podcast I used to listen to, um, uh, the um, the Sklar Brothers podcast, they would have a guy who would pretend to call in as Mark Wahlberg because he did a really great yes, Mark Wahlberg I impression. Know, yeah, I forget who you're talking about. He's yeah. Really, he's, he's an amazing impression. It was perfect, yeah. And so they were asking him why he didn't go to the wedding between, you know, um, Donnie and, and and Jenny McCarthy because I guess the kid's birthday, one one of his kid's birthday was at the same time, so that was the excuse he gave for not going to the wedding. And he's like, well, to be fair, you know, my, my they they knew when my kid's birthday was, but I didn't know when the wedding, you know, the wedding they just made that one up. But my kid's birthday's always been that that day, you know. <laughs> I love your Mark Wahlberg impression. Wait, it's just like an East Coast like Boston accent. Which, I only can do yeah. just that one word. So I mean, you can do a lot more. You can do a whole sentence. So it's like. You can always, <laughs> I can't I can't do it in that voice. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like it's like a high pitched Boston accent, right? It's like mm-hmm. a high pitched like it's like a higher pitch, like yeah, it's like you know, and yeah, I don't I'm, I'm trying to think how you do it. Like it's like um yeah, it's like I, I can do it for some things, right? Like yeah, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm doing this movie with uh with Tina Fey and, and, and Steve Carell called uh called called Date Night, and I'm 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 a good guy <laughs> in, in Date Night. I wear a sweater. <laughs> That's what is really nice. Yeah, sweat sweat sweat. Sweat. S-W-E-A-T-A, right? Right, exactly. H, sweat right. But there's a dash, too, right? So it's like, yes, you get another dash, yeah. 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 Or just, uh, all I want to do is, like, oh, exactly. You know, from, yeah, from, from shooter. shooter. Oh, no, it's exactly. center. Exactly. And they're like, I'm going to bring their playhouse down. <laughs> like, gonna do is that, that here? No, that's also from Shooter. I'm not being the movie. Oh. It might, they put down the trailer. It's like, oh, what are you going to do? Uh, uh, Bobbly Swagger. I'm gonna bring their playhouse down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's high pitch. I don't know if it's it's not couture level, but it's, oh, well, that's good. Yeah, it, he is. No, you're absolutely right about his 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 language in um the way he talks in uh in in um in in Phoenix. It's like it's really really weird where he's just like <laughs> it's it's like a little slightly high pitched and and it's like. I'm trying to think of like what the the best way to describe it is. It's almost like it's almost like a higher pitch version of Robert Zdar trying not to sound like he has a Chicago accent in a in a Amir, like an Amir Shervin film. Oh, that, that's wow, an amazing! There's connection. a reference only we would understand. Yeah, we only know that reference. Yeah. <laughs> well, people listening to this might get that, but no, but it is true. It's his voice is very kind of odd. Right. But, uh, uh, couture. It's funny you mentioned Bob Zdar because I watched. Um, just yesterday, Maniac Cop, I watched a lot of movies yesterday, so Maniac Cop 3, oh, nice. Act of Silence, uh, it was pretty good, and then I was like, oh, pretty good, you know, it's like hilarious. Exactly like Larry David. <laughs> oh, pretty good, 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 but um, it was good, and yeah, oh, I also watched Coyote Ugly, uh, I rewatched that. Okay, huh. um, so you have some sort of special version or something? A special unrated version, which played, uh, Pour Some Sugar on Me, so thinking of uh, mm. Dev Leopard. And all the cliche songs you'll all enjoy when you're at a bar. 
So it's like, it's like any. Well, isn't that the whole point of the movie? I mean. Well, yeah. Actually, you know what? I gave it a real fair shake because I saw it a long time ago, and I gotta say, it was good. I, I you know, I thought oh, this movie was stupid. Like, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is stupid. Well, but, it's I mean, not like, it's watch, version. It's, it's different. Version. There's a little more, to, maybe a little bit more to it, I guess. So, you care about Piper Parabo and her plate? Yeah. <laughs> Piper Parabo plate. But like, <laughs> PPP. That's what we all yeah, PPP. Yeah, it's like Piper Parabo plate. Yeah, Piper Hero Plate. Like, <laughs> is that the PPP loans or whatever that we talk about? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The PPP well, loan. That, that, great loan. It's a great loan. I have a loan, too. It's a Trump loan. I mean, what, what do you think PPP stands for? It's obviously so Piper Parabo can get out of her yeah. plate. You have to give her exactly. money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what that means, right? <laughs> it's not much of a plight. She just wants to be, you know, a singer in New York City. You know, you've probably heard of this movie, everyone. So it's like, <laughs> so it's like everyone. Hey, everyone. Let's talk about a movie movie around, around that time. 2000. Oh yeah, my my roommate in college had a po- had the Coyote Ugly poster in in, in our room because it had Maria Bello, Tyra Banks, Piper, yeah, uh, it was Ilza Miko, and uh, who else is in that? Bridget yeah. Moynihan. Yeah, so it was just like yeah, it was just the women. The, th- the only thing yeah. I remember from that movie is that the guy has uh, the first appearance of the Punisher, and he sells it to like get yes, her money does. for something. I was he like, oh man, I, I selling that. You know, that she, I think she gets well, it back from at the end, right? Well, so it's he does. Like, yeah, he he yeah. sells it for love. Um, <laughs> a real chance it's all wasn't Punisher happy. for lots. That's a that's a VH1 show. Yeah. You sold my Punisher comic. <laughs> Dolph is offended by this now. I read the comics too. It's like, it's like, <laughs> well, I haven't done a bunch of the impressions before, but you should probably wrap up because so I want to sneak in. Okay, a few so you want, yeah, I get it. You're trying to sneak in all the impressions. The I did this way. I snuck in the Trump and I snuck in the Dolph and the yeah. you know, Owen so Wilson. Like, wow. <laughs> Okay, so we got them all. So let's wrap it up. So that's the end okay, of the we'll podcast. Ties on all his impressions. Matt, thank you for uh, appearing. Oh, yeah. No, thanks, for coming, thanks for coming on, Matt. We could do this again. I thought this was fun. Yeah. Ian, you were worried we wouldn't have enough material. We always have enough material. We can always talk about all that. Well, look at, that. look at that. That was really I, freewheeling. Yeah, I fun. think this proves the point that, like, we can – like, like because no subject has kind of turned into, like – just like I, you know, crazy ideas that, that Ty and I come up with, and see, you know, see what, what what you think of the Brett. But I think this is this is kind of proof that like the beginning of the episode where we we've got to kind of like wrap it up and get into the actual meat of the episode, we can do an entire beginning of the episode for <laughs> right. the episode. Yeah, beginning of the, no, for the whole episode. Like we could if we could extend the preamble to ninety minutes if we want, <laughs> right. or longer. But I yeah, think this, we have to put, yeah. we have to put a plug in it at some point. So um, right, right, exactly, um, exactly. So, <laughs> All right. Well, no. Well, I guess we should do the plug. Oh, yeah, so plug putting a plug in it. Speaking yeah, of plugs, yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Perfect segue. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Matt. So yeah. So dtvconnoisseur.blogspot.com. That's where to go for for everything. Um, the sites, uh, links to the podcast, which you can get on iTunes. Uh, actually, most major podcatchers, I would say, right? Um, but you know, iTunes, Spotify are probably the the two big ones. Um, and then you know my books. Um, so I have my short action novel, um, Bainbridge. That's available right now. And then my newest novel is coming out soon, called Don. House in the Mountains. So it's possible when this is, is published, I'm hoping by like next week, actually, that oh, we'll, I'll have it week. out. Wow. Yeah, I so we'll post this, well, I think soon, ah, December. Yeah. It's either going to be the 15th, you know, because yeah. it, it might be the 15th, it might be December 1st, one of the two. So I, I just don't know yet. I just want to mention that we're close to episode 100, right? So we have to Oh, very close. Know, very close. We're, so I, we, you know, I want there would be no subject part nine to be episode 100. But there's no need because we should celebrate it has been episode 100. And you've been on all 100 episodes, Matt. 
Right? You know, just like, well, I don't know well, about you, that. But. You guys were on my 100th episode, and I didn't even realize wow. it was a 100th episode until I was posting it. It was the Zagarinos, Zig Zagarino. Huh. I oh, had Zagarino no idea it was – Zigzag? Yeah, I, I had no that? idea it was the 100th episode until I went to post it, and I was like – or I'd forgotten, I guess. I'd forgotten, but I was like <laughs> typing in the number of the episode, and it was like – you know, the last one was 99. I'm like, oh, this is the 100th episode. What? <laughs> but you guys were on the 100th episode, episode. so. That was yeah. a cool well, one. But as far as the 100th episode, it might end up being the Keaton's Cop episode, which I think would be a good fitting 100th episode. Yes, yes. or a Rock Thriller Symposium, which is really difficult, I know, to get off the ground. But we're trying. We're trying. <laughs> but anyway. we might just do it. We might just do it with us if we can't I, get I it. Exactly. That would work. Yeah, I think that would That's work. Fine. The Keaton's Cop one, I think, based on the reception that, that we got to the Righteous Kill episode, um, I mean, and, and, and we're still getting, I mean, with, with with Will from Exploding Helicopter being like, hey, I just watched it again based on the, you know, the listening to the podcast. And, you know, it's a national treasure. And, his, you know, he, he kind of further. <laughs> our, wow, our, what a nice set. What a nice comment. Yeah, he, he, national treasure. Or the, the movie National Treasure. The movie, yeah. He he <laughs> he appreciates the movie the way we do. I didn't say National Treasure. Right. He said like 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 what you know pinnacle. Of, like, I can't remember what he said, but he, he kind of described it the way we described it. But but it's the fact that he went back to it, you know, from uh, from that episode. So but a lot of people talked about. It. I think like Rich from uh from DTV Digest said it was his favorite. You know, I think between our two podcasts, like that was his favorite. I, um, I wow. listened back to it. It was. It's not you know you know pump us up a lot, but it was a really good episode. It really was fun yeah. to record well it's so funny it's because like, it took us a long time to get to do an episode like that which we didn't do yeah. any like that before it was our first one and i'm just so happy and gratified that people yeah, like it so park i think <laughs> yeah. um, so so it's, it's like, like okay people like that i'm so happy great. Let's, i let's, love that let's do it let's do another let's one do it again. And, yeah. comes a good is a good second one well yeah. wait, we could do our pluggers um okay yeah. okay tie come up is on the twitter um Let's see what else is there. Oh, coverthrees.net is the website, and under Facebook, under that name. Uh, let's see. Oh, Ty Action Rocks is Instagram. I posted Carolina Skeletons today, <laughs> starring Lewis Gossett Jr. and Brand Stern. So, Bruce <laughs> Stern. See, it all comes so, together. It always I comes did back post that on purpose to tell you the truth because it had Bruce Stern. I knew we were talking today. So, it still ties it all up. So, uh, yeah, Perlis tied it all up. So, I guess right, thanks so, again for being on. Man, yeah. we'll, I'll talk to you very soon, like right, tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> and, sure. Uh, yeah, tough. and um, thank you, and uh, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you we'll soon. Bye bye. Bye. I could go for some scone crabs, and it's.